Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. Hi there. My name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fesley. There's Big Dick Toledo. And off and running, we go through one more day, and then the weekend is upon us, and it's a big one. It's the Super Bowl weekend, along with your Phoenix Open Super Fund. It's going on all uh, all through the weekend, and maybe longer after yesterday. The super sponge. It was freezing yesterday. I feel sorry for the people who went out there, but I got to hand it to that 16th hole crew that sat through that pouring ice cold rain and drank themselves into oblivion waiting for the play to resume, which it did. And then uh, just, you know, 40 degree golf weather. The guy's hands had to be frozen. Brutal. But there they were doing it all, booing and yelling and making the, uh, the people's open. What we all expect it to be. It's pretty neat. I watched a little of it after they resumed play, which was pretty solid. And uh, I got to head out of there. I'm going out again today. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It is a lot. They're making you park at Talking Stick for some of the stuff and shuttle in. That's not a close, that's not close. It's another 20 minute yeah, voyage. It's brutal. And then they drop you off and you got to wander around for a while. It's brutal. But. If you have, well, they, out, I didn't see it. the. Well, are they going to play like twenty seven tomorrow? They've or? got most of it in. It was oh yeah, they're oh, they today. Awful okay. lot in last night. So round one is pretty much there. They had, you know, they they blew through the last bit. I don't know how many people didn't finish, but when I was watching, most everybody was closing up shop, which is pretty good. So I'm sure they'll have a couple of you know, start on ten guys that have to run through, but it's uh, it was pretty impressive. So uh, back out there again today, trying to avoid the nonsense. And everything else is uh, then now, now the bird's nest gets going, and this is when it really gets crazy, and the fun begins. I got uh, emails all over the place. I saw what you saw. Everybody, th- everybody's uh, heard our. A lot of people evidently heard and uh, began their own debates of what we talked about with Kevin Rowe the other day from Learner and Rowe about the uh, Brock Purdy billboards. And if you remember, I said right off the bat with that, I'm like, I just don't think that advertisers or anything else should be celebrating. I think the Cardinals should fight back. You have. More than every right to put the billboards up, but the Cardinals uh, should fight back. And the argument of saying, I want to support the local kid, well, the local kid's name is the Arizona Cardinals. And by, by not supporting the opposition, you can do that. So Kevin and I had a friendly fun back and forth on that, on whether or not that's the thing. I also said that Perry High School out there in Gilbert Chandler, wherever the hell it is, way out there, has every right to put up signs for Brock Purdy. That's where he went, home of Brock Purdy. That's the one. And so everybody's like, what do you think of this? They're changing the name of Puma, Perry Puma Road yeah. to Brock Purdy Way. Good on them. That's fine. That's gold. Did Kevin pay for the sign? Probably. I would imagine. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Rowe is definitely doing all of it. He's responsible for everything anti-Cardinals, I think, <laughs> personally. With his complete and utter f- 
you cardinal stance that was clear as a bell the other day. I wish he was here to defend himself, but he's not. But yeah, saying Brock Purdy has, you know, uh, you know, uh, ties back to the city is fine, but celebrating him while he's still playing, it just uh, it's just rubbing it in the face. And here's the reason I say that. Yesterday, while I was watching the Phoenix Open, one of the golfers, I don't know who it was, one of the new guys, comes up uh, to the 16th green, and he said, uh, anything to try to gain favor on your first trip through uh, the Coliseum over there at the at the uh, WM Open there is beneficial to you your first time through. It'll cool your nerves because there's nothing like it in golf. It's a stadium atmosphere. It's loud. They boo you. It, the pressure is on. It's not a hard hole, but I can't imagine it's got to be easy with all that going on, all that noise and stuff. So guy walks up, and he's got a 49ers hat on, and one of the commentators says, I don't know he's got that 49ers hat on. I don't know if that's going to endear himself to the local crowd. Said, uh, but, you know, maybe some 49ers fans will like it. But isn't that the Cardinals kind of, like, that's a division rival, right? And this is why I think the billboards are bad. The other guy said, that doesn't matter here. Ooh, uh, exactly. It's our reputation. That's what I'm talking about when I say you can't go off praising dudes who are your team's rivalry. Like, the biggest rivals are the Seahawks, Rams, Niners. That's your division rivals. The guy just knows that that absolutely doesn't matter here. He's being straight. Now, he's absolutely right, but that's why I say, as Cardinal fans, you're the ones that need to step up. Not some Steeler fan who recognizes, hey, you know, you want the winning culture. It starts with the, the team, and it permeates out to the fans. I get it why you guys don't really stand up for the team that much. They don't seem to stand up for themselves very well. And the guy, you know, that pro wearing the hat. He's an Irish what, what, and if he got booed on 16, he'd, you know, enjoy that part Right, of it. but they didn't boo him for the Niners hat. He didn't lose or gain support because right. of his Niners hat. Probably from Chiefs fans. And anybody can be a fan, whoever they want. But it's just, it's just sad, really. But what are you going to do? Uh, but that's our reputation, and that's the thing. So, you know, you want to... You want to say, oh, you're just a Steelers fan. Well, the Steelers have a culture of kind of doing okay for themselves, uh, and it starts with that kind of thing. Like, I can't imagine as a Steelers fan anybody ever putting up a Browns, Ravens, or Bengals billboard in the city of Phoenix without it being a complete and utter teardown by the fans. They're not going to tolerate that stuff. But he's right. It just doesn't matter around here. But Perry High School can paint the whole thing, you know, as 49ers red and gold and you go crazy with Brock Purdy, everything. That's kind of like his home. His parents can put up 49er stuff all over the place. If if the parents bought a billboard that said, uh, we love our son Brock, go Brock, Perry High School graduate, I'd be like, all right, that's pushing it. But yeah, all right. It just doesn't matter, champ. Happened to our buddy Steve Jones when he won the, the WM Open in 97. He was on 16. Yeah. He was leading. Yeah. Hits his tee shot, misses the green. Oops. And the entire stadium there, 16, just starts chant. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, do the meet. He was up by 11 <laughs> on 16. Oh, yeah, that's true, because they knew he was he was going home. Going home with the with the rock. Yeah, you just, you know, you got you to gotta understand. the whole. I just don't buy into that whole support the local kid. I don't get it. I don't buy it. I, I support him all day once he's done, when he's out of the city. But, you know. We've got a very lax attitude towards it, and you'll hear phrases like that. And it, and it hey, bothers me. I mean, you're me. right. The only path, the path that you'd get is the high school or That's elementary it. school. Elementary, that he went elementary to. school's even a push. Yeah. I heard a thing this high morning. School. The news where some city council meeting was going on, 
because they're closing an elementary school and they're like, my child is heartbroken. What am I supposed to tell him the adults have done and he can't go to the school anymore? I'm like, do you hear yourself, lady? At best, even if he got every question right in his entire education, he's got a second grade education. He's eight years old. He's going to be fine. You're the one upset. Your kid has to go to a new school. <gasps> oh, I can't imagine him having to try new things. And then she said, uh, he even asked me, why didn't any of the adults ask me? Well, because you don't have fiscal responsibility and the, and, the, and the cognitive reasoning to understand that the school was going f- broke and they couldn't afford anything anymore, you dumbass. And you're not paying taxes, you little prick. No, mom drove all, exactly, mom drove all the way down to this, why, why, why? Because sometimes uh, sh- closes because the money's not there and uh, there's not enough students. Your kid's going to go to this school now. Guess what? You'll tell him and he'll be upset and then he'll be fine. I remember my dad coming home and uh, it was uh, around uh, March of 1982. Actually, it was September of 1982. September 1982. We had moved to San Diego uh, in earlier that year. And I had just started making friends. It was the fourth time I'd moved across the country in three years. It was constantly bouncing around because my dad's jobs would be, uh, you know, stadiums or construction stuff that would last 10 to 12 to 18 months. And then we'd go to another place. And so this one happened that my, they, my dad started to become the wolf and he had to move. He'd straighten job sites out and then go to another one. That's kind of what was going on. It's like they'll get him on this one, and then we're going to move him over here and make sure that this thing gets off to a th- – I don't know what it was. He was just kind of the dickhead that would show up at your job site and ruin things, make things – put them back on point. So nine months of living in San Diego, I get the news. My dad comes home. Hey, we're uh, – pack him up. We're moving to Phoenix. And boo-hoos and all the crying and all the garbage and yada, yada. There's nothing – he's looking at me like, just get over it. Like a day later, because I was eight, I was over it. And you moved on. When did that happen that people started thinking their eight-year-olds had a say? That I wouldn't even have like the balls to go up to my dad and go, how come none of the adults ever asked me? Uh, it's right there in the uh, question, funny enough, your answer. Uh, adults, you dumb f- Get out of my face. He didn't respect me He'd as a been person. Because there wasn't a person. Because you're told that, uh, you know, you, or you read about stuff, these uh, memories that are... Uh, imprinting memories you're gonna have a ton more if yeah, you start telling kids the luggage that that can cause but it you're causing more luggage over, you know it's by it's making them think that they have a say in a way if you make them think they've got a say in everything they're gonna grow up into little entitled pricks oh my god that's exactly what's happened that they think that their voice carries weight when they have no backing for it your voice doesn't carry weight when you have a second grade education. It just doesn't. Nobody's listening to you. You shouldn't be listened to. You have no concept of how things work. You can explain nicely to your kid, hey, the, the school closed for uh, adult reasons. People screwed up. You're going to have to go to a new school and watch them cry and then the, buy them a little fire truck and it's over. But don't go to city council meetings, lady. Again, it's probably a Gilbert mom. I just don't know how to tell my kid that things in life sometimes don't go his way. <laughs> I don't want to imprint bad behavior. How does he go through life with nothing ever bad happening? Yeah, that's a good idea. That's better than just telling him, shut up. Yeah, that's right. The core memory of shut up. My dad was mean to me once is much worse than uh, actually telling him, yeah, sometimes life doesn't work out. It's called adapt, adjust, overcome. You'll be all right. Idiot. This eight-year-old moping around because his elementary school closed. 
If you'd have told me Roosevelt Elementary closed, I'd have been like, all right, yeah, which teachers are out of work because there's a couple of deadbeats over there. Wait for junior high and high school. (laughs) It's just ridiculous that parents... You forgot your lunch! I don't like that they even stand up for their kids. It's, I, I, I like immediately assume your kid's a liar or just miss the boat. Second grade? No. They don't have any insight. It's about, about a week. Hilarious. About oh. a week adjustment. One week. Maybe. And I that's if you... I did it in fourth grade. And sure, the first day you're like, oh boy. I did it a ton. And it is daunting. It's nervous. Because it's the same as starting a new job later in life when you're like, all right, now I got to... It, it made it easier for me. To go into places, and I've got all this weird, like, don't like being around people thing. It made it, you go in and you're like, all right, I got to start over. It's the same thing as what happens to you in life. You don't get to ease into your job with a bunch of people you've known for the last three or four years. It's great life lessons to have to start something fresh. It's really good. Silly. Not my Hayden, Caden, and Braden. My Hayden, Caden, and Braden don't have things bad if there's an uninterrupted avenue of green lights for them. Or else, or else, then you're a bad daddy. It's, so, it's just annoying. City council meetings have got to stop inviting moms in. If you're going to close the school, nobody should have to hear it. we got to close the school. There's not enough students. Oh, no. Not you. Stay outside. We'll have a, we'll have a podium set up outside. The mic won't even plug, be plugged in. You go bark into the ether, all your problems, and then go home. You know how you never see dads at these city council meetings saying, well, what am my son supposed to do now that the school's closed? Go to the other school? Oh, Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> Dad's never sit and cry. What am I supposed to tell my little boy about his teacher being fired? Uh, his teacher was fired. Oh, right. That's exactly what you should tell your kid when your teacher's fired. That's, That's right. That's because their dad's sitting there going, Christ, you're really going to go to that thing with the yes, kid? I am. Yeah. <laughs> he loved Mrs. Fisher, and now he's going to have a new teacher. They smell, they're sticky, they say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. I got one for you. Oh, my dad never went this to the, My dad wouldn't go. No, my, my dad was no. like, like, dads never went to the parent-teacher no. conferences. No. That was like a hassle. Because those were dumb. Oh, yeah. He's doing all right. Unless your kid's a complete goof. And they probably weren't around the kid in the first place. <laughs> All my dad cared about is everything going all right? Like, yep, all right. Second it's not, let me know. Then I will take the day off and go pound him into the ground with his teacher. It's like, oh, all right. Don't screw up my life. That's basically what he had. Now I understand it more than ever. There's supposed to be flag football practice last night, but it was canceled. Sure, weather related. Yeah. So there's a chain of uh, emails from the parents. To be clear, you're not on a team. This is for Kirby and the kid. Yes. Just making sure. Yeah, it's not my team. Yeah, you're not doing a flag football practice. This is for kids. So the parents uh, are asking the coach what's going on. This is before it was announced. Yeah, the Gilbert Parks and Rec closed down the fields. Right. Uh, but this is one parent that's saying the kid's not going to practice tonight. So-and-so won't be there today. I can't have the kids out in this weather getting sick. <laughs> right. So he's not going to practice. Right. Well, he can't go. It's yeah. cold and flu season. That's understandable. When it rained, we were playing tackle football at Wood Glen Park in Mesa, just down in that all that water. Heal us away from yeah. that stuff. The, the response was, Mrs. Ayton, your kid can go to a... <laughs> we have an ice patch in our front, and he can't possibly. There's no way. 
Yeah, that's it, it's hilarious though to see that. Yeah, there's. Why would you even tell people that? I just know. In case you get sick, I'm really. Samuel's not gonna, not going to be able to make practice. That's it. You can't practice. It's look. It's chilly. <laughs> it's cold. There's no possible way that my kids. Immune her, system. her husband came home. What yeah. are what you? You, do? <laughs> you wrote a letter that says immune system so weak you can't stand in it. Yeah. Okay. Well, god damn it. It's like Ice T said. It's the pussification of America. Oh, it's been going on for a bit. Let your kids have some adversity. Oh, imagine. He's got to go on pills. He can't focus since he's got to go to a new school. Well, his closed. I know, and they didn't even ask him what to do. Right. Well, the next time an eighth grader's got a fiscal plan to keep a school open, let me, or an eighth grader, an eight-year-old, a second grader, uh, let me know. Let me see, let me see his, uh, let, let me see his package. Let me see what he, not that. No, that was Jethro Tull <laughs> Thanks, moment. Father Dale. Yeah. Dale. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me no, see your no, kid's no, package. No. Oh, he's going to be one of those kids that's going to end up doing that. He's going to be one of those kids that ends up with some adult promise in the world. He's like, yeah, everything works out for me. And he's going to be in the back of a windowless van thinking, I'm getting candy. No, you're going to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, no, you're getting traded. You are the Dan Plesak of kids. You're going to be on a lot of teams. My eight-year-old had a good idea on how to save the school's financial wealth. Really? Your eight-year-old did? Yeah. Uh, don't want to hear it. Move on. But it's really sound. I don't think so. <laughs> Shh. He's eight. No one cares what he thinks. No one but you. I got this email this morning. I love this stuff. This guy says, uh, hey, Holmberg, my wife has a friend who's one of those whack jobs that won't shut up about astrology. The problem is my wife is one of those people you talked about yesterday briefly. It was a quick comment, but it hit me directly between the cheeks. You said it's about when people just hear new, uh, hear a news story or read a news story and suddenly that's their opinion. Uh, she talks to someone at work. She can't help but start having that person's views. You said it was the word suggestible, which I've never heard it described that way, and it's a perfect one-word description. Uh, now she's with this astrology, C-word, and she's starting to buy <laughs> it in. Uh, my wife is flat-out stunning, so there's that. But I don't want her hanging out with this broad. How, as a husband... Do I tell my wife she can't have this friend and not feel like a complete asshat? Her friend is telling her her sign and my sign don't match up. And now my wife's worried and looking for trouble and finding it. I've never wanted to punch an ugly woman more. Uh, And how come also astrology and goofy mystic bitches are always fat and ugly signed Vincent? Well, because they're searching for answers because people won't talk to them anymore. So they got to look to the stars and skies and everything else and pretend they talk to ghosts and everything because... They don't have any reason why the world's not uh, exactly their oyster. She's hot, not hot enough, obviously, from what he's saying. So. But she's hanging out with a hot girl and telling her her life's not working out. Telling her about the grass is greener planet. Oh, that. Yes, probably. This, my stars say that your Mr. Wright's right around the corner. Unfortunately, you're with the wrong guy. You those astro- my life coach. Those astrology people, have a, they have that kind of nerve. Like, they're, they'll pretend they read something in a, in a book of nonsense. And then go to someone else who might be suggestible, might be a little bit, you know, some stuff might they're stick looking to for them. That. I mean, well, they're not looking at all. But if you get no, somebody but- who's a little vulnerable and you say to them, you know, I'm I'm an expert in this field, and they're you know they're looking for something in their brains, they might be a little bit. I guess suggestible is the word. And it's a start- combo. That's what you're looking for. Sometimes they aren't looking for it, and right. someone says that thing, and they're like, oh, you know what? But it's because a suggestible person is also dumb. So soup heads will sit there and listen to that stuff and go, wow, because it's vague 
parlor tricks that make sense. It's the reason those uh, psychic TV shows were on for so long for, you know, the reason Miss Cleo had a lot of money for a long time is because there's people seeking answers because they, they're not smart enough to come up with their own. So they, they seek out psychics to give them vagaries, and then they apply their own lives to those vagaries, and then now it starts making sense. That astrology thing is the most vague as it, as it, it again, if you can read the paper and everyone born between, you know, June 22nd to July 25th has the exact same day and you don't see through that, you're dumb. You're dumb. But just because you were born from the middle of June to the middle of July means that every single one of you will have the exact same experience. You're an idiot to believe that. So you're, yeah, your wife's kind of, she's more hot than she is thinky. But, yeah, that's the reason why is they see hot girls who are kind of, you know, a little bit easy to manipulate. And they go in there and start telling them all the things they wish they had are things she has and she wants to ruin it. She wants It's the same thing as when people go through divorces and stuff. Usually it kind of gets contagious around the office because they start talking about glorious parts of it. You know, they start to apply that to other people. And then those girls, those suggestible ones, go home and start seeing, oh, the same thing that happened to Melissa at work is happening to me, too. Am I, are these the first signs of the problems that led to their divorce? And then it uh, starts stirring them up. Astrology people are to be avoided at all costs. That is a PSA that you will thank me for later. Trust me. Anyone starts to speak. Living their life Not by. the most effective spice for your relationship. <laughs> no. And also, if you're just doing it as like a novelty, like a goof, okay, fine. But if you got somebody who's actually like turning to the stars for decision making or talks about... Things in retrograde on a regular basis and won't go to the Applebee's because of it. You got a lunatic on your hands. She ain't going to make it very far. It's going to be nothing but trouble for you. Your autumn moon is rising. What? What? What does that mean? (laughs) But it's February. My autumn autumn moon has had to have set because autumn's been over for a while. It's not how it works. I'm not listening to you. Yeah, that's the reason why. They're usually very unattractive people because their lives suck. So then they try to apply some sort of mystic knowledge that not many people can question onto you and and take your life which seems normal and start to kind of chip away and make you question it and then they feel like they're then that just empowers them they're like see i told you see once you met me you started to realize that your star signs it's not them they're not the ones that started to plant bad seeds in your head it's just it was inevitable it's the stars and then it gives them thoughts that they actually do have power so your astrologist instructor that you're really into right now, how's, yeah. uh, what's her background? Well, she's been married three times, right. has six kids from three different dads. Or she's never had a relationship a, thing down. Never had a relationship at all and is trying to figure out, you know, how to fix yours. This guy says, how come astrology broads can figure out stars, all of them, but can't figure out how to eat less calories or fix their makeup? That is an excellent <laughs> point, Mike. Mike Stevens, quote of the morning already. Yeah. How is it you can't read the back of a, a you know, the, the nutrition facts on a food box and understand that it's not the stars that make you fat. It's all that food you pile in there. The moon is made of cheese. You are the moon. And it does. It may, it's the, it's the, one, a great episode of South Park is when they had John Edwards on there and they just kind of revealed. If you've ever seen Penn and Teller in Las Vegas, when they spend a good 20 minutes just destroying psychics and i mean to the here's how it works here's the end throw a book into the audience just chuck it into the audience 
and start telling them the story of how it works. Make them open it to a certain page without them knowing. And he said, you realize that I suggested every single thing for you to do. And the person like, oh, my God, I'm on page 120. Like you said, you do realize I told you exactly how to get to where I wanted you to go and made it seem like you were making those decisions. And then he broke down how he did it. And you're like, okay. And he goes, and this is the parlor trick known as psychics. Wait, who did this? Penn and Teller. Really? It's, I don't know if they're still doing it. Of their two-hour show, 40 minutes is dedicated to them chucking books into an audience. Audience members catching them randomly. And then they will just break it down. And, and people think they're doing a trick. And then at the end, they reveal how it works. It's phenomenal. And, it's, and I, always, I, always, I was on that page to begin with, but not as... Obviously, I don't know how the, the parlor trick people work it as easily, but no, it was great. Says all these guys emailing in saying their wives are hot. Let's be real. I've seen a couple of, of your uh, shows. Wives can't be that hot. Most people are probably just stupid. They're throwing, yeah. that, they're throwing that in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to him, his the, wife is very, very attractive. Up. She's very hot. She sounds really hot. Like what I'm picturing from meeting the astrology girl at work and ending up in the astrology circle she's probably pretty, but she's dumber than she is pretty. And I mean, like, not even, like, ditzy and fun. Just dumb. Astrology stuff makes me laugh because my sister did it. And you realized early on, her friends that whenever a breakup happens is when astrology people go crazy with joy. Someone else breaks up. Oh, my God. Are they the happiest they could possibly be? Someone else is miserable, questioning everything in life. Not sure what's real, what's right, and what's good. And then you come in with your absolute bunko horse and start vaguely making a little sense. Because you can take their pain, which is universal, and start to apply it to things. Uh, everybody who breaks up, it's like when you, when you got divorced, yeah. the first thing I said to you is like, first off, it feels like you're going through this. It's almost like a wedding. They're all the same. Yep. You told me you're not special. You are not Everybody special. Everybody at that bar is what you're yeah, yeah, and, and they'll turn and go, don't worry about it. This is step one, two, three, and four, and five. Yep. And you go through the exact. You did. I you called it. Like, did, like, what like the? almost everything. I'm like, here's the next thing, and it sucks, but here's the next thing that's going to happen, and then here's the next thing. And it's just what I learned, and it wasn't because I was so smart, is that I listened to other guys who had been through that when I went through it, and they're like, here's how it works. You're going you're gonna to be fine. It just feels like garbage for a while. Like you're all alone on this planet, and you're the only one going through this. And it's like, no. 60% of dudes who've been married have walked down that road. It's the same thing. Breakups, divorces, they're almost universal it, the same way a wedding is. Here's how this works. You're not here's alone. The, no, here's where the dance floor goes. Here's what the food looks like. Here's what this guy says. Here's what that guy says. When the glasses tinkle, 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 everybody toasts, it's the same formula. So that's when astrology people pop in and start going, here's how it I, – I, I, I'm understanding that you're currently in a, in a position where the stars are making it – like you don't feel, like your stomach is just in a pit. Oh my God! Well, that's because Mercury's where it is in a couple of days, and then you'll—it's suggestible. It's like hypnotism. A couple of days, you're going to start feeling better naturally. You were so right. Well, that's because we're out of Mercury now. Oh, okay. So then they start buying into your horse crap. It's silly. Stop it. <laughs> nobody's Ouija board, and nobody's talking to ghosts, and the stars don't tell anybody here on the planet who's overweight and ugly how your life can be better. It's just not—it wouldn't be a fair thing to do. The wedding um, footprint basically has a FOMO factor in it. 
Oh, yeah. You're like, you know, you, you got to do these standard things. But the bottom line is people just know that, yes, there's maybe some original things that happen Not on a wedding. But yet, Not anymore. But the bottom line is it's still your it's your wedding. It's your special day. <laughs> right, but your special day. doesn't matter yeah, all go, the other stuff. Sure. This is your, your day that you But you're it isn't your something. unique day because when I go to your house or your house or this guy's house or that guy's house, I see the vase full of sand. It just depends on what colors you chose. It's, it's a template. It is yeah. a base template business. <laughs> the same way all Wendy's look alike. Holmberg's morning sickness. They smell, they're sticky, they say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. It would be stupid to go, all right, let's come up with all sorts of new stuff. It'd just take forever. You wouldn't have any decisions made. Nobody does that. They have an idea. And also, you're right, nobody wants to drift out of the box of what what they look like because if they screw it up, that messes up the whole deal. Here's how we know it works. Let's just keep it going. It's an assembly line. Astrology. Oh, they're the worst ones. <laughs> I put them ahead of psychics because at least psychics put the word on themselves, usually announce they're crazy. Astrology people don't lead with it. Usually they show up later. And you can get along with them for a little bit and you're like, oh, okay. And then the next thing you know, they'll say something like, typical Gemini. I'm like, uh oh, there's one of the red flags that I look for when somebody says silly things. Well, see, I'm a Libra, so I understand how the Gemini mind works. So you understand all minds everywhere based on the birth, the date of my birth. Yes. You're so Leo. Oh, my God. I had, when, before, I got, before I got married and I was out there doing whatever, I, you know, you'd get these broads, oh, you're, you, you're a Leo? Well, we connect. I'm like, oh, this is going to be this easy. This is going to be kill. easy. This, and that's the one thing. Yeah, that, yes. that's one thing. Because you know, they do when they start in with that. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just buy in. This. Buy in. Just yeah, not. That's so Leo. Just, yep. Just, um, yeah. I'm a Leo, all right. And then you just, you know, you show her your mane. So that's to speak. right. That's it. I'll rail this once or twice. Yeah, I'm going to knock this around until it gets... Until she starts moving books and crystal balls into the house. Do you want a reading? It is the last thing I want. But if it means blowjob, I'll sit and listen to your nonsense for a few minutes. <laughs> it's it's a vaginal timeshare is yes. essentially all it is. I sit through your meeting. I, I listen to your hooey. And then uh, I get the free room. <laughs> That's basically what astrology is to us. Psychics and things like that. Oh, talk to ghosts. We want to talk to ghosts. If you're hot enough, I'm going to pretend like I do for yeah. at least a little while. Bring Casper out here. Your vaginal timeshare is, uh, I just have to tolerate that. So your grandfather, he was an older man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's for, nailed it. Wow, you're amazing. He had gray hair, right? I remember. Was he overweight? Oh, geez, how did you do that? The best is the miss. And... Well, then they'll, they'll, they'll balance, they'll balance. Was yeah. he overweight? No, my grandpa was really thin. You know, it's a big fear of his. That's why he was so thin. They'll take what you say and spin it right around. Go, you know, uh, he's telling me he was always afraid of, of weight for health. Something about weight. Well, they'll tell it to you. Something about um, a f- a Barnes? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, he was. He, there was a painting in his house. That you just told her what she needs. She just threw out a word. And if you don't know, it's like, that's weird. Maybe that, maybe that will come back later. When they miss, they always act like, that's something. We just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, because you haven't given her the information to kind of tie it together. Do Some not. of them are so obvious. Like, I, ranch. Oh, my God. He put ranch on everything. <laughs> right. Well, that, which is 85% of America. Right. 
Right. And most of the time people go to psychics, not when everything, hey, everything's hunky-dory. This is great. You're going there because I'm sensing there's this, this, a loss or a, a yes, yes, a, a, a friend or family member. Right. What else do you have? Those are the only two things you've got. You wouldn't go to a psychic. Oh, this guy's a distant human being. I've heard of him and he died. A friend or a family member, maybe? Someone close to you? Yes. Yes. That's how death works. Someone close to you dies, you get upset. They're truly psychic. They go, uh, you know, guess the lottery numbers and wouldn't have time to talk right. to you. Right. Right. Wouldn't worry about 395 a minute on the uh, 900 yes. number. And- yeah. This guy says, I couldn't agree more. If anyone mentions their star magic, they're dismissed immediately. They're going to be nothing but trouble. Uh yeah, it's. He said, "Have you heard the uh, or seen the documentaries about the Twin Flames organization?" I didn't know that one. Evidently, they convince people to switch their genders in order to match up with predetermined partners. <laughs> well, Whoa. that's a group of people that are just completely lost. I feel sorry for them. I got more respect for psychics than I do astrology people because you know why? They have the nerve to just open stores and stuff. You know, nobody ever says. Uh, I'll do an astrology because the newspaper or the internet will give you your horoscope. Nobody ever, you know, clears out a room of their house, takes in 85 bucks an hour to talk about their astrology. Now, a psychic might have that on the side, but they, they have to have special powers given to them by, because they're, you know, they're not human. They're not like us normal people. They've got the lady who can't figure out calories on the back of the box has a special power. Have gifts. She's got a gift. She's been anointed by whatever's out there. As one of the special ones. Of course. That's my favorite thing about Sedona is wandering up to those vortexes and seeing the people who are actually thinking that they're going to like that they're gonna have this life-changing alt. They've got rocks all around them. Waiting to exhale. And, and then, yeah, it's usually what it is. It's like they're, 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 they're at their base of life. You know, that husband of theirs took off or they're leaving him. And she's sitting at the vortex hoping it shoots her into the, in the sky like the Hitchhiker's Guide. And Today's the day. You know what? I'm just going to call it. Radio people in uh, Arizona don't have the ability to close schools. And that's always been something that's kind of bothered me about having a job in Arizona. I, I, I always admired the power of the school closure. I always put it on the local radio DJ because as a kid growing up in snow back in Chicago and Indiana. The and best. That was the, awesome. You'd listen to the night before uh, ratings for six-year-olds plus had to be massive. <laughs> On snow day, because, good Lord, you owned it. And then they would, you know, spend 15 minutes. It would be amazing. Imagine the time kill on the radio show. It's like, all right, boys, here you go. And it's this phone book of just rattling off school names for a full break. And it was the most engaging radio you could imagine because you sat and you Hear had everybody. Your name. Oh, all right, here we go. Aronson Elementary closed. Yes! Lake Prairie open. God damn it! Like it was, a, it was like they're reading off lottery numbers. We never had to do that. But today, I will wave my radio power of non-school closure, which I have. I just don't know where to put it, and say, today's the day you dump the astrologer. That's it. No more tolerating it. No more nothing. Really hit them between the eyes. They won't see it coming, which will just further prove they're full of what? And they won't see it coming? Dump your wizard today. It is February 9th. <laughs> it's time to break up with your wizard. <laughs> Honey, if you don't knock off the wizardry, we're done. And unless she says and has it written in a folder, you know, 2924, 
he tries to break up with me. I knew it! Then you got no wizard. If she's blindsided by this, you've proven her wrong. I didn't see this coming at all. I know. Because you're busy wasting your time staring at the sky. You, you can't even figure out roads on a map. You, you think you can f- figure out the stars? It's time for you to shut the F up. You're embarrassing me. Break up with your wizard day is February 9th. I've, I, I can't close schools as much as I would love to, but breaking up with wizards, I can, I can do that. Dump a wizard today. He just dumped me. He called me a wizard. Some jackass on the radio told him I had to go. You didn't see that coming? No. <laughs> then I guess he was right. You're not a wizard. You should go back and apologize and put all this behind you. Well, I suppose. But then what? Then now I'm just a normal. Like the rest of us. <laughs> see what you just said? You just admitted it. This thing makes you feel special. Because you don't. Find something else that makes you feel special. Jog, do some sit-ups, do something, make you get, have some confidence that isn't, uh, you know, out, uh, out of this world, E.T., loony. <laughs> you get me off on this stuff, I'll go forever. If you've got a hot wife, I need to see her picture, and then tell me why you're willing to tolerate her wizardry, because it better be spectacular. We're talking Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend. I might tolerate astrology for like a year or two with that. But once it starts getting into... You know, I'm used to it, Range. That is, an, that is a red flag. I'd rather have a girl told me she spent time in jail. <laughs> I did 10 years. For what? Manslaughter? No kidding? Do you believe in astrology? No. This relationship still has hope. <laughs> I believe you can recover from the other thing. That astrology thing is pretty much a lifelong mess. Want to move in, Jody Arias? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will have you tied to a tree. That's great. Very earthbound. I don't... I'm not nuts. I just tried to kill a guy. I can understand that. <laughs> that makes sense to me. I, I've wanted to kill people, too. I haven't done it. I've kept my faculties together. But at least both of us are smart enough not to believe that the stars tell us secrets. <laughs> Maybe there's something to it, but we haven't figured it out. None of you have a special gift. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. I do. I talk to the dead. No, Good. You're going to need to because nobody here on this planet is going to be talking to you. It's dump a wizard day. Enjoy your conversations with people who don't live here anymore. That's called lunacy. I You're hope so I Leo. It is such a Leo thing to say. <laughs> it is. <laughs> this guy says, I knew this bigger kind of uglier Native American man I worked with years ago. He always seemed to be able to pick up chicks, and it baffled me. And one day I finally asked him what his secret was, and he just told me, learn astrology. Every hot chick talks about it. It's the ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can, dude, you can use I was just that. wondering about that. Uh, astrology schools are here, you know, there's a list of online ones that you can oh. get certified. You know, That's how you know you're in trouble. Online everything certification is not real certification. Well, let's turn it into this. This is true because this uh, Native American guy has been using it for, it's dump or bang a wizard day. If you don't have yeah. a wizard, bang a wizard by using their tools against them. Or if you've got a wizard, dump a wizard. Next birthday, buy her a wizard's robe and one of those weird pointy wizard's hats. I said, I thought you'd be into this. What are you? What do you think of me? Uh, uh, you don't like the stars and moons hat? I th- you're always on about it. Hermione, this is the end of the road. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Harry Potter did nothing for me. Because I'm like, well, this is a bunch of people I wouldn't talk to. But you know what was great about Harry Potter? They had powers. 
Oh, because it was a movie. Those are special effects. No, you have them in you. You just haven't tapped No, you don't. (laughs) You probably don't. If you do, we haven't been able to figure that out yet. And we've been around for a couple million years. It's, It's not looking too sharp for us to tie in. We can barely make it to the moon. I'm not so sure you can figure out all the stars' powers. And we got satellites. I'm impressed by them. They're not that far away, really. <laughs> Talking to dead people. Oh, now you think you're the president of the United States? Well, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, well, yeah. And there are times when I wonder if he's actually doing it. Maybe he's psychic. You're talking. Yeah, I'm a cool one. I had a good conversation. Good stuff. <sighs> what if he did that? Again, this is proof no one really buys into it. Because if he came out and said, I consulted the stars. It's like we're going to have a war with Iran in a couple of years. Stars say it's inevitable. Like, you'd be like, get this guy out of there. How much Reagan downplayed Nancy? That was Nancy. And people thought she was insane. But you wouldn't hear, you know. But what was it? Normal people stood up and said, hey, hey, hey. He can't make any decisions based on this. We all know it's bullcrap. Deep down, again. Stick to the jelly bellies. I'll go back to what I say about ghosts. If your kid was abducted. And you were a huge astrologer. And the cops came and said, you got abducted by a Libra because he's Sagittarius. And the moon's lined up. And that you'd be like, shut the f*** up and find my kid. None of this is, well, no. It's this, Profile him for us. Yeah, the stars say that we'll never find him. I've seen it. I'm psychic. I'm a psychic. How come cops are never psychic? They never come and go, I'm a psychic. And I, and I know for a fact it's going to be like 28 years before we find your kid. And it's just going to be bones. You're horrible. There's nothing we can do. I'm psychic. They'll, be fired they'll point out the one or two people that called in and said, I, I had a dream and this is the right. person. That, He'd be fired immediately. Some... Immediately. Break up with your wizard today or bang a wizard. Phoenix Open, I mean, bang a wizard Friday is a, oh, yeah. this is a pretty good time to go out. Phoenix Open and start talking astrology with some. Put some golf pants on, walk around a club <laughs> through the 16th. Right. You're going to walk away with something. I'm Dale Mickelson. What? Yeah, it's my brother out there. I'm just carrying one of his clubs around. He's not even here. I know. Forgot his clubs. I've got <laughs> Anyway, Star said he shouldn't come here. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I know. Phil's a uh, Sagittarius, and uh, this this doesn't line up for him. He knows he can't win this tournament. because I believe in that. Well, we're going to have sex. <laughs> Stupid wizards. Sorry about that, sir. I'm sorry your wife is being infiltrated by one of those lunatics that are working. It's working for now. Tell her to dump her wizard today. Or you do it. Hey, enough with the bunko nonsense with my wife. Yeah, let her know. Yeah. And then you know what she'll do? She'll go to your wife and go, he's yelling at me because he knows it's real. Set it up before. Go to your wife and say, I'm going to talk to your friend about all this suggestible crap she's putting in your head. She's filling it with garbage. And then she's going to come back and act like she predicted this. But I'm just letting you know. Go full De Niro. I'm letting you know. This is about to end. She's not allowed in the house anymore. She fills her head with trash. But she said you would say that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's making, She's a lesbian. She wants to be in your pants. And it's working. <laughs> Close it down. Break up with your wizard now. It's 628 is the last minute of your life you're going to spend with a wizard if you follow my advice. And I can't close schools. But I can certainly make it more uncomfortable for psychics and wizards to walk the earth. <laughs> Please. Less of those on this planet makes this such a better planet. We killed one of the spinners yesterday. Weird. Yeah. So maybe... If we just start talking about psychics, there'll be some sort of a weird calling, and they just kind of all just 
fall asleep tonight. Well, he was worried he was going to be killed by a Leo. Both of us <laughs> right, are Leos, right, so, right. you know. Right. Well, the paper said all Leos were going to kill that day. <laughs> yeah, the dude from the Spinners was. We went in our His Kiss final statement. Uh, yeah, Henry he, Fambro is his name. But he said, I just wanted to hear one last post. <laughs> one last what? Post. <laughs> is that he what got he it said? on our show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, us post. Yeah. <laughs> I bought in, Brady. I bought I in. That was his statement. You're looking at papers. You're actually looking like you're reading something. He was so happy he that he wanted hit. the return of Kiss 1230 yeah. one yeah. more time. Kiss 1230. I can die a happy man now. I'll <laughs> I'll be around. Just got posted twice. I'll be around. Ironically, not around anymore. Let's get a wake-up song for Kill a Wizard Day. Not kill, because you guys might do it. A break up with a wizard day. Uh, let's do it. Uh, 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. And I already know what you've picked. I saw it in the paper yesterday. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 